Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're so glad you joined us here for the conversation. Our study of the Gospel of Mark is focusing on the busy, productive, and life-changing work of Jesus in action. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hey, friends, welcome back to uh, today's episode of Everyday Truths. We are in the middle of a great story in the Bible, uh, Mark chapter 2. Uh, many of you have heard the story, maybe even remember it from the flannel graph days. If you don't know what flannel graph is, then you are way too young. But uh, this man that was brought to Jesus, his friends brought him and couldn't get into the house. They laid him down, they let him down through the roof. And in the middle of the service, Jesus addresses this man. And we talked about it last episode. Uh, Jesus forgives him of his sins. Now, that seems almost like a non sequitur. You would think that Jesus would heal him of his, of his sickness, of his palsy. After all, was that not the reason they brought him? Uh, but Jesus goes right to the greater need, uh, the greatest need. And I'll just say this, the greatest need that any one of us has is salvation and forgiveness of sins, a restored relationship with God, only possible through Jesus. And so when Jesus does this, uh, those religious leaders in the room began to surmise, oh, this is blasphemous. Only God can forgive sins, and this man has taken the prerogative of God. This is blasphemy. How will Jesus respond to all of this? Uh, that's the question we posed yesterday, and it's the answer we want to answer. It's the uh, answer we want to give today. So look at uh, Mark chapter 2 and verse number, well, look at verse 7 just to bring us up to speed. Why doth this man, this is what they're thinking, why, why does this man thus speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? Now, the way that Jesus responds is just masterful. Look, look at verse number eight. And immediately, see our word, boy, if there's one word we've seen reiterated in the book of Mark, it's that word, immediately. Uh, it's a book of action. And the Bible says, immediately, when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, he said unto them, look, look at the question, why reason ye these things in your hearts? Now, now, I want you to think about that for a moment. So Jesus perceives what's in their thoughts. He knows what they're thinking. And, and that's a pretty profound concept to consider, that Jesus knows what we're thinking. The Bible says the Word of God can discern the thoughts and intents of our heart. We know that Jesus is the living Word of God. He knows not only what we do and what we say and where we go, how we act, but He knows what we think, uh, the very where, where actions come from, the, the abundance of the heart. So Jesus knows what they're thinking. And when he knows what they're thinking, he, he says to them, why are you reasoning these things in your heart? Now, if you were there that day, would that stop you in your tracks? If Jesus looked at you and said, hey, why are you thinking these things about me? I know what you're thinking. I mean, that question in and of itself must have been really, really uh, paralyzing uh, no, no pun intended to, to these scribes. Look at verse number uh, eight. 
And so when Jesus perceived in his spirit, why, why are you reasoning these things? Look at verse number nine. Whether it is easier, whether is it easier to say to the sick of the palsy, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, arise, take up thy bed and walk. So, so now we're getting a little glimpse as to why Jesus forgave this man of his sins first. So what, what, have we, what have we been talking about? We've been talking about the fact that Jesus is on mission. And in that mission, the most important part of that mission is the message of the gospel, the message of Jesus. Repent, believe the gospel. That's the message. We've, we've said that the miracles of Jesus are there to validate the message so that people understand the mission. We've, we've been talking about this. So now Jesus says to these scribes, hey, why are you thinking these things in your heart? Uh, is it easier for me to say to this man, your sins are forgiven, or is it easier for me to say to this man who has never walked or hasn't walked in a, a great amount of time, take up thy bed and walk? That would be an amazing miracle. Which is easier? So really, it's a it's an unanswerable question because they, they both involve miracles. But one is a miracle others cannot see, and one is a miracle that's demonstrable that people can see. So if Jesus were to say, thy sins be forgiven thee, is that a miracle? Absolutely. It's the greatest miracle of all. But Jesus just performed that miracle, and but nobody saw it. And because they could not see it, they did not believe it. So what is Jesus about to do? He's about to demonstrate through the physical healing of this man that he is powerful, that his word is efficacious, that when he said the first thing, thy sins be forgiven thee, that it was true, just as true as when he's about to say the second thing, take up thy bed and walk. So watch what he says now in verse number nine. I'm sorry, verse number 10, but that ye may know. So here's the purpose for the physical miracle, but that ye may know that the son of man hath power on earth to forgive sins. So here's the purpose of my miracle. The purpose of my miracle is not merely to give this man the ability to walk because what good would walking be if that man walked the rest of his life and never received Christ as Savior, never received the forgiveness of sins. Then it would just be a tease because he would die in his sins and spend eternity separated from God. So the point here is that the big miracle, the needed miracle, of uh, the eternal miracle is salvation. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. Watch what he says, verse number 10. He saith to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, arise, take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine house. And look at verse number 12. And immediately, there's our word, immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all. I mean, think about it. He takes up his bed. He's in a crowded room. He's in a shoulder-to-shoulder uh, -shoulder, uh, space. And he's got to kind of elbow his way out, carrying his bed on the way out. And the Bible says 
that the people, in so much that they were all amazed and they glorified God saying, we never saw it on this fashion. We have never seen anything like this. This is amazing. So was Jesus trying to impress them with his physical healing ability? Not at all. What Jesus was doing was validating the much more important thing, and that is that he's on mission with a message. And that message is to be apprehended by faith that Jesus, the Son of God, has power to forgive sins. He is the way. He is the means by which we have a restored relationship with God. So what is the entire miracle about? It's not about a man getting healed. Even though we love to talk about that in our Sunday school classes, in our junior church programs, we love to talk about how the man could be healed. Yes, that's amazing. But it's amazing only as a microphone to a much bigger message. And that is that Jesus is the Son of God and he can forgive sins. So what a day that was on this special day here in Capernaum uh, 2,000 years ago. Now, I'm, I'm taking a quick look at the time here, wondering if I should jump into, well, look at verse number 13. I think we'll close with this. And he went forth again by the seaside, and all the multitude resorted unto him, and he taught them. So we're about to enter into the next episode into Jesus' uh, public ministry, and we'll talk about it uh, tomorrow. But what I want you to see is that all of them have some of the same components. And what are they? That Jesus is very popular right now. Jesus is very busy right now. Uh, The fame of Jesus is bringing the crowds in right now. But the miracles all point to one overarching theme, and that is that Jesus is the Son of God, and we need His forgiveness, and we need to understand His identity, not merely look at Him as a miracle-working kind of uh, a miracle worker, but more as a Savior. Uh, who has brought the gospel to a needy people. The greatest miracle of all is the miracle of a soul saved and of sins forgiven. And I hope that you've experienced that miracle. I hope there's been a time and a place in your life when you came to the realization that Jesus Christ is more than just a good man, more than just a miracle worker, more than just uh, this wow figure in the Bible, but he is the son of God who alone has power to forgive sins, and he is the answer to your greatest problem, the sin problem. And uh, what a great uh, way for us to apply that passage here today. So that's it for today. We'll jump back into verse number, well, we'll, we'll come back to verse number 13 tomorrow. Hope you'll join us. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.